Welcome to Fuck It Podcast number two. This is In this episode today, we will do a little game called Defend Your List. Is it a game, though, or are we just kind of like kicking each other in the nuts? Kind of like Rochambeau. A little bit. A little bit of both. Like, Actually, there's, like, there's no point system or anything, so yeah, it's pretty much just us like, I mean, fucking over. Like, just be like, your, your ideas suck, you suck, and everything about you sucks. Yeah, right? It's like, yeah. here, it's like here's the top five things that I love. Like, yeah. and, and like, I literally like embrace in my life and we're going to look at each other and go, you know, it's dumb though. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're pretty, just, yeah, we're like, we're going to stare at each other, yeah. but you know what? Fuck it. Like, but the game is pretty much going to involve, it's called defend your list yeah. in the, in this, whatever we want to call it. We pretty much come, one of us in each episode will come up with a list of five things and we will go about defending that list. So it could be anything from... Favorite anime, favorite movie. Porn uh, stars. Porn stars. Doesn't really matter. Like whatever we come up with. And if you and if you hit us up on Twitter, you can also um maybe send in maybe send us an idea for a list I and mean, we'll do your list. But that all that all depends. I mean it depends though. Like as in adult garments. <laughs> Whether or not we catch the shitty ass comments you give us, like now nah, I'm messing around. But <laughs> seriously, no, this this time we brought up and this time I brought up I was like, yo, we should do we should do scary movies. Oh. For we, no reason. For no get, really. Like, I was just like, I like to be scared. Yeah. So. Fuck it. Let's talk about my movies. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, I actually had a couple and like I had to go back to my childhood. Kind of. <laughs> I say childhood, but that's literally bullshit because it's like some of these are like really recent and some of them <laughs> aren't. But um, I say childhood because it's like junior high school. That's what I consider being a child anyway. But fuck okay. it. That, that's either here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the first movie I put down because like to this day it still fucking freaks me out whenever I see it. Like on some real serious shit. Like it just fucking takes me to like a scary place in my life. Fucking Jeepers Creepers, man. Like... Just imagine, imagine you're like a fucking tiny fucking child and you're like at home, fucking not at home, but you're like at your grandparents' house and like watching stars and shit all okay. day. And then all of a sudden, like this movie comes on, it's called Jeepers Creepers. And you're thinking, oh, whatever. That's, that sounds pussy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and to anybody who's seen Jeepers Creepers, the first one, not the second one or the third one, uh, no, fuck those two bullshits. Like I'm talking about the legitimate first one, like the one that's like. Makes you kind of shit your pants. Jamie. Jamie. You're not allowed on this episode, Jamie. You're not allowed on the podcast, Jamie. And I don't care that you have a toy. <laughs> it's not going to help you. Uh-huh. I know Jeepers Creepers scares us all. Yeah, you weren't even you? born then. No, I'm pretty were. sure your dad wasn't even born mm. then. Your great-granddad was probably born then. It was weird. It was a weird time, Jamie. It's called the early 2000s. The early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. Right? So, me and my brother are fucking watching stars, like, all day. Just watching movies and all this other cool shit. And then all of a sudden, Jeepers Creepers comes on. And we're just like, oh, blah, blah. Let's watch this. That changed our lives that day. Hmm. Like, I was legitimately afraid of deserted streets. Like, and trucks that followed way too close. Like, even when I'm on the highway, if a truck is right behind me, I will, like, move over to the right in the most calmest, like, manner possible without being afraid. I'm just like, I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. <laughs> totally not scared. I'm just going to shift over to the next lane over. You can go mm-hmm. do your thing. Like, I shit my pants every time 
like I see a truck barreling down on me. Like, and the thing that makes it like just the most scariest thing is like throughout the whole entire movie, you kind of just get the like just the outline of the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just only catch an outline, like a glimpse of him and what he's doing. And you're just like, oh, please, please, please. Well, like, honestly, from a lot of parts of that movie or the early stages, you kind of just think it's some crazy dude in a coat, right? Yeah, you don't know it's like a creature that can. Only come up every seven years for seven days or yeah, some so shit you're like thinking, that. Like when you here's 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 the first setup of the movie. It's just two people. I'm guessing the brother or sister or some shit like mm-hmm. that, and they're just like driving down, road tripping I, and shit. I think they're going to college. I don't fucking know. I don't really care. All I know is is like they're road tripping through this deserted town, and they are fucking like driving and all of a sudden like this crazy dude rolls up behind them while they're reading like the backs of license plates and shit <laughs> and like they're like making fun of license plates and then he hauls ass on them and they're just like oh shit and he like follows them off the road and they're like what the fuck and then he like almost kills them and then like when he passes them finally like his license plate is beating you <laughs> so it's kind of like hilarious and that. <laughs> Yard in a sense, but like it's also kind of like completely nerve wracking. So like after all that shit goes down, like they hit like a fucking like um uh, diner and some shit, and out of nowhere the song Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Comes on and it's just like, all right, that's weird. Nobody turned on the jukebox, okay. Uh, it's also not plugged in, and then he gets this random fucking phone call. Like the dude just like while like the one dude in the car with his sister and some shit gets a random phone call from a psychic. In the town. I actually kind of forgot all about that scene. You yeah. are right. Yeah, she calls him up and be just, like, you got a problem. It's like, you got a problem. You got to get out of town. And it's just like. Actually, they go talk to her, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they go talk to her. But, like, that's halfway through the movie almost. Because they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Then they start getting, like, they didn't, they're not getting harassed. But they're starting to hear about shit. And then, like, they're starting to see shit. Because they have to stop in the town because their car is broken down or some shit like that. Something like that, because he runs them off the road. He runs them off the road, and I think they get towed or some shit like that. They end up at that place, and she's like, you got to get in your car and get the fuck out of here. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you need to do it now, like ASAP. Okay, before we continue just for a minute, correction, it is he's allowed to feed for 23 days every 23rd spring. Okay, that still doesn't fill me up with like... It doesn't. I'm just just correcting. I'm doing some... It's correcting. Okay, I yeah. appreciate that. Okay, I'm All still right. gonna shit my pants later on. Like, you know okay, I mean? that's fine. Like, here's the here's the general gist of it. Mm-hmm. There is a motherfucker out there who is almost unstoppable. Like he, like the main scene where I'm just like, oh shit! Like you finally see him. He pops out his wings and shit. Like you don't really get to see him well, mm-hmm. but he pops out his wings and he starts fucking flying, and you're just like. What the fuck? I mean, that wasn't the first what the fuck moment. The first what the fuck moment was definitely when he had the mausoleum of people adorning a fucking inside of a church. Yeah, yeah. That was creepy that was as fuck. Creepy. I'm not going to lie. The movie is very good, but I always look at it as, is it as good when you look at it from all the movies? Jeeves Creepers 2 is horrible. I'm, and that's why I'm saying fuck those other two movies. Those don't exist. There's only one other movie. The third one is apparently in production. It's still in production. Oh apparently. I don't, I'm not sure exactly. Oh I, I, but it's like it's like you make one good movie and then it's just like, well, how do we rape this? Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of because because it, it's my whole thing is on Jeepers Creepers is, yes, it's it's pretty creepy. Like the radio just cuts in and plays the song when it finds its targets. Not just when it finds its targets, but also when it's close by. 
Okay. Whenever it gets close, like the radio cuts on, and that's how you kind of know he's in the area and he's like watching you. Hmm. But it's at the same time, it's like the sequel just completely ruins that character. Like also, you, you like get he, there's he too much close-ups. Like he, he does eyes a scarecrow like a lot. Is exactly why that episode of Supernatural scary still scares the shit out of me. But <laughs> sequel horrible, horrible, horrible. Oh, he's sequel. Like, he's throwing ninja stars and he's throwing his face onto glass and he's all like, uh, like trying to. Like, he's like legitimately is licking the glass. So it's just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna lick you. I'm gonna face fuck you. Yeah, and apparently, like, that's his whole thing. And it's just like somewhat. That weird. was a line in the movie too. And then the one he face fucked the bus for. Oh uh, yeah, kind of do remember that line. Yeah. And then some like random redneck rigs up like a, a, harpoon, a harpoon gun, gun on, on the, the back, back of, of a truck fucking truck and like takes him down. But again, we're not talking about Jeepers Creepers too. If you look at my list, it says Jeepers Creepers, I not know. Jeepers I Creepers series, not Jeepers Creepers two, not Jeepers Creepers. Three, maybe. Like, it's Jeepers Creepers, because that's the one that fucking still fills me with fear and tread. Like, it's just I know, like, that's exactly why I randomly put the Jeepers Creepers song and in you soundtrack. And you're an asshole for Whenever, that. For some backstory, whenever we go on, like, a road trip somewhere, like uh, Baltimore for, like, Otakon or, like, any other place that we've gone, I always create a playlist just to drop, like, drive in music. But I always just, like, randomly drop in the Jeepers Creepers sound, like, the song. Just to freak him out. It's kind of hilarious. He's kind of caught on now. Now it's just funny to me. And it's not really. He's just like, ha, 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 fuck you. But I'm just like, the first time it happened, I put on this look of confusion. And he was just like, what, what's wrong? I was just like, I, I don't know how this song started to play. His face was fucking hilarious. Like, I've never seen fuck a man you. so close to shitting his fuck pants you. in fear. Fuck like, he was about you. to fear poop. Fuck you. <laughs> it was fuck funny you to me. It, it was funny to me fucking mm-hmm. not cool man you don't do that to somebody who's trapped in a car with you man mm-hmm. fear pee all over the place <laughs> pretty much that's kind of what my intention was i was also going to i also was trying to figure out a way to incorporate it into when we went uh camping that one time yo i swear to god had you done that while we were camping i would have fucking like ran and stole your car like i would have stole your car and ran away like I, you would have like eric seriously it's a joke i'm like i don't care I don't, I don't even care like your car is stolen now Grand Theft Auto, motherfucker. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's just like, it is, a, it is actually a fairly enjoyable movie. I remember seeing it, too, and it did scare me. So I can't necessarily debate it with you because I, I did actually the, really the, like the it. the scariest thing about that movie is, like, the point where it's, like, everybody realizes that this is a monster and that he exists and mm-hmm. shit like that. And then all of a sudden, like, he breaks into the police, like, Oh, yeah, and then kills all cops. And he gets unloaded on Mm -hmm. by every single cop, and he just gets back up, eats a whole bunch of cops, gets all his organs back, and then starts fucking... You ever think, like, wonder what he actually is? I don't fucking know, and I don't care. Like, I've kind of always thought about this. Like, every time I've seen it, especially the sequel, when, like, he, like, has the weird, like, like... it's holding his head. I'm I like, don't like the fact that something just bumped right behind me while <laughs> I'm talking about this. That's not cool. It, like, Callie, I don't know if that's you. Callie's I mean, over here. It's right, Jamie. Okay, but, what the fuck was that? Like, yo, I swear to God, that better be fat cat. Don't, yeah. don't do this to me. But either way, I forget where I was going with that. I have no idea. Like, good job. I'm sorry. I just like, <laughs> fucking got scared, man. <laughs> fucking talking about scary shit and fucking bumping oh, yeah. at night. No, that, I remember. Even though it's the middle of the fucking it's day. It's kind of just like, I've always thought about it, like, especially after the sequel. I'm like, is he like a parasite that just like goes around collecting collecting things to make himself bigger, or is he like some weird spirit entity that just in, inhabits the bodies? 
he might just be like one of those like a supernatural type thing, like a like like a fucking pagan god. Yeah, I know. I'm just always like, is, does he have like physical form? Yeah. Like, is he like a physical thing, yeah. or does he have like, or is it just all some total of the parts that he's collected? He might just be some total of the parts that he's collected uh-huh. and trying to, and he basically gets stronger with every part that he eats and mm. shit like that. I think that was the general basis that they said in like Jeepers Creepers one. Huh. It's like he goes for like. But no, no, no. In Jeepers Creepers 1, he just goes for, like, the things that he really likes about you. So, like, for that one dude, it was his eyes, which is why it kept saying, Jeepers, like, where'd you get those peepers? Like, that was the thing. Oh, I think it was always because he's – well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Also, at the end of the movie – They like, reestablished he... lore, though, especially in 2 because they're, like, he only goes after people that he smells fear. Yeah, that was an original thing in 1, too. Was it? So yeah. he only goes after the people, but he also has to want a body part. He has to want the body part, mm-hmm. and then he also has to want, like, he also has to smell your fear. Like, if you're not really afraid of him, like, if you're not super afraid of him. So it's almost like Predator, and he can only find you through fear. Yeah. I got, okay, I never thought about it that way. That's an interesting way. There's one of the reasons, like, if you see him and you're, like, shitting yourself, like, you're probably going to get mm-hmm. eaten. Probably. Interesting. Which is why, like, I hope I have, like, not, like, I'm not hoping that I have, like, a terminal disease or something, but I hope, like, I'm just the most emaciated person around <laughs> that's afraid. So that way he's like, ah, there's nothing good on this. <laughs> and he'll just go by. <laughs> you know he's just like, oh, this guy like, fear pooped, but, oh, God, he's, he's just so he's scrawny. Just so and scrawny. Got, like, if I eat him, I feel like I'll just become weaker. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. You can live, sir. You can live. <laughs> Okay, that's not, it's, it's definitely a good one for your list. I actually do enjoy the movie. The second one's horrible. If you look at it as a whole series, because that's what it's it supposed to be. Series. It wasn't supposed to be. Well, no, it was definitely a standalone movie that they decided to like, yeah, turn yeah. into. But as a whole, it's horrible. The first one's really good. Second one's really bad. So it's kind of like become a, I consider it a mediocre franchise. So I kind of got to wait till three, if three ever actually does get made. But I, I hope it doesn't, so that way you can just be like, Jeepers Creepers 2 is just something that a fucking studio thought was going to be good. Um, But no, I, like, no, that, that was that was one of them. But then, like, I had to take it, like, a little bit closer, like, to now, because, like, there, recently, I thought there weren't, like, a lot of good, scary mm-hmm. movies, and then, like, I heard about Sinister. Sinister, I'm not going to necessarily be able to comment on because I have not seen it. Oh my god, you should, you should, you should, you should watch Sinister. Like, yeah. we, should, we should pause this recording, <laughs> just Sinister. like go watch Sinister, <laughs> and you just like, you be like, all right, okay, I understand where you're coming from. Like, like Sinister makes me fucking just weirded out because it's that's like, the one with that weird uh, bagul, bagul, yeah. like just like imagine. Mm-hmm. Like you're like the second you look up Bagul, like the second you see him, he's already in your house. He's already in like your realm and shit. Like oh, that. thanks for telling me. As I was googling that, <laughs> have you seen him? Yes, is I he have. looking at you? Uh, he's in pictures. Okay, you're fucked now. Yeah, apparently. As long as I don't see him, I'm good. Yeah, I'm totally gonna show him to you now. <laughs> just so like we're all fucked no, together. No. <laughs> Stop making noises in the kitchen. He's under you. I know he's under me. I'm petting. Jamie, but there's <laughs> shit going on behind me that's not cool. It's not cool. I'm about to throw something at your cat. <laughs> I don't even know where the cat is. Exactly. <laughs> but he's being an asshole, probably. Mm, possibly. So, um, Sinister, uh, quick synopsis, is uh, about a 
writer. A writer who has basically, like, who who most people have seen has hit their peak and has basically just gone around trying to, like, do police work for other, like, precincts and saying, like, oh, these other precincts don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're fucking dumb and blah, blah, blah. So usually he's hated by cops and other people. When he, like, comes into a town, they usually go, like, we don't really want you here. So, mm. like, when he enters the town, it's like, uh, they're like, could, could you just fucking, like, go back to wherever the fuck you came from? And he's just like, I can't because I'm poor now and I need to write a book. <laughs> so um, he starts, like, investigating into this, like, series of murders. They, like, kind of have, like, this kind of, like, same thing. Jamie, I swear to goodness, I, I, I don't want to pet your butthole. So <laughs> stop putting it in my hands. Like, so... Um, just in case you haven't figured this out, Jamie and Callie are dogs. Yes. So... <laughs> yes, they just, are. Just so you are all aware and don't think Eric is petting small children. Yes. <laughs> yes. His name is Jameson, so he's mm-hmm. a boy dog. He is a boy dog. Which makes it gay. Mm. But... <laughs> but um, Sinister. Sinister. So basically, like, this writer who's, like, pretty much defunct, he's, like, riding the wave of his old book, but mm-hmm. it's, like, the wave's already dying. And he's kind of just looking for the next big thing where he can, like, kind of write a story and, like, make, like, really big waves again and be, like, the center of attention. Like, mm. he really just wants to be, like, the... the so he's an attention author. whore. Yeah, he's an attention whore. He wants to be the beloved author and everything like that. So um, he's writing this new book. He's at this new murder house. Like, he's in the... He moved into the house that, like, somebody got murdered in. Okay. And he so hasn't he, told his wife or does kids he do, or So he that. writes, like, murder her, like... M- real true mar- true horror or true uh, whatever he doesn't write true horror he basically mm-hmm. he's like a, a, a detective writer where he like right. kind of looks at like a case and then does his own studies on it and then based upon his own ideas kind of tries to find out like who the actual like killer is so like instead of like going by like what the cops and all their like stuff is saying like he'll usually do his own personal investigation and then try okay. to figure it out from there so, like, on the last book that he wrote, like, it was basically saying, like, oh, like, he did actually find the real killer, and he made, like, all these cops. Like, he put them to shame. Okay. But in the story, like, it's kind of saying, like, maybe he didn't, maybe he was wrong, and maybe, like, what he said and everything, like, he was investigating was kind of not true. So, uh, so when he moves into this new house, they're just, like, like, his wife is already, like, all right, why are we, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, nah, nah, baby, like, I need to do this. I need to do this hmm. for the people. And it's like, it's not for the people. It was never for the people. This is for you. Uh, so, like, that's bullshit and that's superfluous. Like, if you watch the movie, you'll see it and you'll get the gist of it. But, like, what really starts to become, like, creepy is when he starts to do research into this fucking, like, house. So, as he's going through the house and seeing all this shit, like, he comes across a fucking, like, old projector screen. Like, like not projector, but, like, an not projector screen, but like an old projector. And he's like, oh, well, let me set this shit up and see what the fucking home movies are about. So he watches the first home movie. Fucking gruesome. It's literally snuff films. Just all snuff films. Taken from like like this weird perspective mm-hmm. and shit like that. And he's always wondering like who the fuck is like setting up these cameras and shit like this. So like the first one, it's like... I'm not going to describe it. You've probably seen, like, trailers and shit yeah, for I've it. I've definitely least. seen some trailers right, for so it. Like, I, like, I kind of know what it's about. Yeah, so... I just never... I wanted to see it. It's just one that I never got around to seeing. I get you. So... So... Wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold the fuck up, because Fat Cat just came from the living room, and there's been noises coming from the kitchen. I'm not cool right now. You're just... You're just <laughs> it's just hearing sounds. It's kind of hard to get, figure out exactly where they're coming from. I swear to God, if, if there is something behind me and you don't tell me, I will stab you in the face before I die. Okay, I will totally tell you if something just appears in my behind you. Okay, uh-huh. thank you. Yes. Not not playing. 
I got it. Okay. Oh my god, what's that? I swear <laughs> to fucking Christ, dude. I will I will leave right now. <laughs> like I will not fucking sit here. You're so, fine. You're fine. There's nothing behind you. So like the main thing is like once you like so he starts investigating onto this like whole thing and like all this stuff. And he starts to notice like a pattern. Like he starts to see an image in like every like movie and he's just like, What the fuck is that shit? And he realizes is that like what you call it? He starts thinking, like, okay, there's a pattern to this. It's always, like, one, like, he kills the whole family except for one. And he's thinking, like, oh, he's abducting the children and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. whoever is coming in and killing these people is abducting the children and shit. And he's just like, uh, who the fuck is abducting these children? Where are these children going? Blah, blah, blah. And all this shit. And he's like, I've seen patterns, like, from this, like, from other houses. And he starts, like, connecting the dots. But then he notices a figure in every fucking movie. Every fucking movie, he starts to see this one, like, person. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, who the fuck is this person? Where the fuck have they come from? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, fat cat. So, he starts to do research, and then, like, as he's doing it, he looks into the eyes of Bagul. Okay. And once you And in the fucking movie, it says, it states, like, once you see him, once you, like, have an image of him, uh, for everybody that's listening, that is a cat eating his food. And not giving a single fuck about our recording. All I know is that at some point during this thing, when he's up here, he's going to pull a typical cat and just going to plop down on one of our keyboards. Right? Like, we have two laptops set up. So, like, it's like we know for a full fact he's going to be like, I know you're recording and I give zero fucks about it. And I know you have laptops in front of you and I give zero fucks about it. But how dare you fucking think that you're going to take over my table? Pretty much. So uh, he's he's looking into the face of Bakul and stuff okay. like that, and he is like seeing pretty much like like the whole thing about this movie that freaks mm-hmm. me out is the fact that like the goddamn fucking like whatever fucking thing it is Bakul like demon god whatever the fuck it is it starts like ple- basically playing with him. So every time like he thinks it's like he's like watching him, he's like outside. He starts appearing in places that he shouldn't be appearing in. He's just like, what the fuck? So he's thinking he's freaking out, and he's like mm-hmm. getting like stressed out about this shit. And he starts doing extra research, and then you find out that like his daughter's now being possessed by Bagul or by some Bagul. other demon by Bagul. Okay, and this is huge spoiler warnings. Like, mm. I mean, I should have stated this earlier, but like. Shit gets crazy in this movie. Like, it gets fucking ridiculous. Like, the fucking fact of the matter is, the whole movie, he's getting toyed with and played around with. Like, all this shit is going down. His whole family life is breaking down. And it's like, between that shit, you're, like, hearing, like, fucking, like, just... Just you're just seeing like shit just play out in the most fucking egregious ways in the background. Alright, so it's pretty much almost a stand... Like, because it's so... Speed it up just a slave because we don't they don't even break that. I'm pretty, it's from what it, it seems like it's it's the plot is fairly typical. Like it's a, it's a very typical, typical horror thing. movie. But the thing horror, is the and pacing it's like, of it. There's always the impl, like the implausible or like you're like why the fuck would someone in real life actually do that yeah. kind of horror movie cliche I mean, type shit? There, but there's, a, there's always reason. Well, I know. Do shit. Oh no, it's always like cliche horror movie type shit. But from what I'm reading from because I didn't see it. But it, they're like, uh, it's got a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes and I think three out of four, three out of four stars on IMDb. Uh, let me double check Wait, that. Wouldn't it quick. be three out of five? Uh, it is four and a half stars on IMDb. Nice. But like, it says on, I'm reading off of uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's just like, the plot is highly, t- I just got this. The plot is 
uh, hinges on typical implausible horror movie behavior and recycles countless genre cliches, but Sinister de- delivers a surprisingly surprising number of fresh, diabolical twists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta say, like, it, it, it does it in a way that you wouldn't expect, so, like... He never intentionally kills anybody. Like, if anything, like, he's sitting in the background just doing whatever the fuck he feels like. And it's just like, oh, yeah, do you fucking kill people for me? You know so he likes saying? to watch. Exactly. He's a watcher. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the kind of dude that sits in the background and just, like, beats his meat in the movie theater. And you're just like, dude, put that the fuck away. That's <laughs> nasty. It's nasty. Nobody likes that. No one wants to see that. No <laughs> Nobody wants, to, wants to, see to see you beat your meat. Stop it, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Also, Pee Wee Herman, if you're listening to this, come on, man. Like, really? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with yourself? Don't sue us. <laughs> Please don't sue us. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so the other one on my list is – ah, fuck. The other one on my list, I said Stephen King's The It, but I didn't know that it wasn't called that. Yeah. It's called Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the names of movie titles unless I'm, like, looking at them because I'm <laughs> fucking stupid and an alcoholic. And slightly a pothead. And by slightly, I mean completely. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, those are lies. I'm not a pothead. <laughs> but <laughs> but the name of the um, the name of the movie is Dreamcatcher. And Dreamcatcher starts off like a kind of buddy movie flick where it's just like a whole bunch of dudes going out on a camping trip to like hunt and shit mm-hmm. like that and you're just like oh man this is like oh they cuz they're making jokes and they're cracking things and the like tone of the movie isn't really horror esque yeah. you know what i'm saying everything's kind of like just like yeah they're just going hunting and they're having fun with each other like mm-hmm. that, that that's just what it is and then from there whoa i just cut the fuck out from there like uh and from there, it, it takes this whole weird turn. Like, they, they come up on this deer that they just killed recently. And, like, it's infected with, like, this alien spore or some shit. And from that point, like, it infects one of the dudes. Okay. So one of the dudes is now super infected. Like, he's, like, being taken over by this alien spore. So it starts mm-hmm. off, I think, with five guys. And then one of them turns into, like, a fucking, like alien freak of nature and shit and you're like this is disgusting now mind you they're in a fucking cabin like a one room cabin pretty much like it's probably got like two rooms maybe like for the side so yeah like, they're going on a hunting trip yeah, if i remember correctly it's trips. been a while if uh, let me read but the, like friends like, go on camping trip discover that the town they're uh, vacationing in is being plagued by an unusual fashion wait is plagued in an unusual fashion by uh, parasitic aliens from outer space. Yes. Yes. I like how they have to clarify parasitic aliens from outer space. I kind of like how they had to clarify that. I guess we could all assume they're parasitic. Look, 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 look. If you look at the movie, you're thinking this is demons and shit like that. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm looking at the images right now, but I'm getting flashbacks to myself as a child in 2003. I say child, but I was, like, fucking, <laughs> like, 13 at the time. Sure. But, like, at one point in time, like, I don't know, like, there was this dog, and the dog was infected at, like, 
Uh, no, 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 no. The dog was never infected. The dog was smart enough to never get infected, but it could tell who was infected. So the dude kills the dog, and I was just like, that fucking freaked me out. Cause like, I love dogs. I fucking love dogs, and I, mm-hmm. I the, the idea of this dude just beating to death a dog and then like carrying it off, and like, like the whole thing is like he. Everybody's like, oh, he's completely fine and shit like that. He's not fine. This one dude is losing his fucking mind out in this goddamn cabin. And then the cabin starts to transform in some shit. And, like, it used to be, like, this one-floor cabin, and it transforms into this goddamn labyrinth maze of fucking bullshit. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. Every, everything that you thought about in this first part of the movie just completely hits the goddamn fan. And you're just like, <laughs> it's, it's literally like if somebody spray-farted diarrhea into the fucking, like, fan. And you're just like, I am... This is terrible. This is fucking not ta- not terrible in a bad way, but terrible in like a scary, jarring, what the fuck is happening type of way. I kind of think it's funny, just to cut you off for a second, is that as I Google image search Dreamcatcher movie, because all it came up with Dreamcatchers, is I get uh, Bella from Twilight in front of a Dreamcatcher and the green alien chick from Star Trek. The fuck? I don't know. Really? I just like I just Google Google search Dreamcatcher movie. I'm scrolling through, just kind of seeing what the aliens look like and blah, blah, blah. And then I stopped. I was just like, wait, why is the green alien chick from Star Trek on here? I like how you didn't talk about Morgan Freeman's, like, bushy-ass eyebrows. Well, he's part of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'm just like, that's so weird. Why is the green alien chick and Bella from Twilight on on this page? I just had to share it because it caught me off guard. But continue. So, from there, they're hitting, like, this, like... Point. So uh, it starts off with a hunting trip. It goes from there. They find this infected deer. The like that's whatever alien thing crawls up into the redheaded dude, mm-hmm. and from the redheaded dude, it starts plaguing them. So now, like they start discovering that they have like psychic powers halfway through the fucking movie, and they're able to like psychically connect to each other and some mm-hmm. shit, which. That came out of left field, and I didn't <laughs> expect that. That was weird as shit. And also inside the fucking inside the redheaded dude. Like, he's having, like, a fucking, like, um, existential, like, kind of breakdown. Mm-hmm. Like, where he's, like, fighting the alien inside of his mind, but really not. So, like, okay. so like inside of his mind is also where it's also taking place. Like, so half the movie takes place outside where he's, like, going around trying to kill his friends. And the other half is taking place inside the fucking, like, labyrinth of his mind, technically. Huh. So, like, one part is, like, you're seeing all the friends kind of, like, around, like, trying to run away from him as he tries to murder everybody slowly. Mm -hmm. And then when they're psychically, like, trying to link together, they're inside the labyrinth of his fucking mind. But, like, the, like, the connection to that point is so fucking far and few between. And it doesn't explain it. So you kind of have to, like, get it from, like, the gist of it. Because, like, at one point in time, you don't know that you're inside the motherfucker's mind. You just know that this shit is just kicking off. So it, it it it's it's this weird like fucking just like how do I say it like I want to say like like um is this weird framing device on mm-hmm. how like it just shifts it just shifts from like fucking like running away from this crazy dude in the fucking forest to like fucking like just random motherfucking bullshit in his mind, hmm. running labyrinths, fucking shit is on top of the wall, fucking train spotting bullshit, fucking I, babies. Well, honestly, I've always, I've never really, I never thought it was like really all that scary every time I've seen it. Oh my god, it creeps me the fuck out. Like, it, it's creepy, but it's not, I never was less like, oh my god, I'm so also, scared. Also, the alien looks like a fucking tooth vagina. I, I do completely agree with that statement. 
But yeah, like like oh my, it's it's just so weird. Like I, I always thought it was more of like it was. I always I always thought it was more like a psychological like thriller more than a horror movie. Yeah, that's just I, me. But like, I'm saying, like, I, I always thought it was just more because of the mind and everything like that. It was just more in in the head. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But the, here's the thing: like you think like psychological thrillers are like a whole different thing. Psychological thrillers are fucking horror. Something that makes you think and like feel in a different way based upon like actions that could happen in any day life it that's fucking hard because it literally reprograms you on the way that you interpret life in general Mm -hmm. like if you're sitting here and you're just like oh like like think about like the joker in a way like nobody ever thought like heath ledger's joker would be that good when they first heard about him but then you see him and it's just like you never would have thought that way because the whole psychological not psychological but the whole momentum that he gave to that fucking performance made you go like oh shit i did not even think that that was even a possibility for that to be that fucking creepy yeah he fledger does do a very good job as a joker all i'm saying is will ever be able to live up to that except all i'm saying is is that the idea that a psychological horror can't like freak you out that's bullshit because it, mm. it literally rewires the kind of, like in my mind it just rewires the way that you think technically mm. i get what you're saying and it's it's it that that in and of itself is just fucking creepy as shit it's like now i need to like think about like other shit like the whole idea of me is just like i i can't i can't not look at that like if 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 something freaks me out, uh-huh. it changes my way of how I deal with life in general. Okay. Like fucking Jeepers Creepers made me be afraid of fucking the radio and <laughs> fucking um, uh, uh, long stretches of road in uh-huh. rural areas. Okay. I can't I can't drive down rural areas with my radio off. Now I have to have it on a radio station. And if that radio station cuts off and I get uh-huh. like some old school fucking bullshit, I'm gonna be freaked out. But the same thing with Sinister. Like, Sinister makes me, like, look at images, and I'm like, all right, if that's a creepy-ass image, I don't want that image to be, like, in the back peripheral of my mind moving around and some shit. But, honestly, it's going to do it now because mm-hmm. I've seen that movie. Like, I feel like real horror movies should really affect the way you live your life. That's one of the reasons that most of the shit on my list is, like, shit that's, like, it kind of makes me think about life in a new perspective. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. It's it's all depends. It all and how that, you look at a movie. And that kind of brings me to my next point. Like 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 not my next point on the movie Dreamcatcher. Which honestly, if you haven't seen Dreamcatcher, fucking watch that shit. <laughs> Holy fuck! Like that's a good movie it to just you sit to your down. Next movie though, but it, it it brings me to my next movie, The Exorcist of Emily Rose and shit like mm-hmm. that. And like I, I know there are probably going to be people like The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Like that movie wasn't that good. Like if you look it up on fucking Rotten Tomato. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up on Rotten Tomato to see like how good it actually got in the fucking thing actually you know what you look it up i'm gonna hit my points all right so basically the exorcism of emily rose is about this chick who is like being possessed by six fucking demons and some shit and she's going through like like she's like this super like fucking super hardcore christian like the fucking like like praise every day and shit like that something that like i will never do and just she is she is super super christian i don't understand why i'm focusing on that so much but she gets possessed by six goddamn demons and throughout her life she is fucking fighting this like whole problem and you're just seeing it like play out and you're just like 
it, it kind of makes me like look at people who are having these problems, like who are just freaking out in the middle of the fucking day, and you're just like, what the fuck is well, wrong with you? And it's like it makes me think like, oh shit, demons might actually exist because like you're thinking, oh that person's a crazy person. It's like no, they might just be possessed, but like they might just be like fucking dealing with some shit you might not even want to know about. It is a 45 on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought so. Which means it is on the bad side. Yeah. And But on, what is this? On IMDb, it's a 6.7 out of 10. So, all depends on which one you go with. Well, look, here's the thing about IMDb. IMDb is a lot more positive towards movies. Mm. Because they actually get, like, a lot of, like, work with theaters and shit like that. Or, like, movie production companies. So, it's like... You, you kind of get more of a fan's kind of perspective rather than a critical, like, look at it. Well, they're both crowdsourced websites. But with Rotten Tomato, it's not really crowdsourced based upon, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, by, like, consumers, it's crowdsourced based upon, like, critics. No, you, it also Rotten has, Tomato uh, kind of. You, you can also be on there. What? Like, it takes everything into account. It goes critics and, I think, you. Yeah, but here's the thing. Critics are probably going to have, like, a lot more... Not critical, but, like, more, like, introspective, like, thoughts upon it. Because they've watched more movies. They've seen, like, the, the, the fucking formula. So it's like, you got to see, like, some people's words might have a little bit more heavy okay. weighting to it. That's the only thing I'm saying. And honestly, I think that that's a good idea. Like, the whole idea that, like, critics have, like, a higher point and everything like that. It's like, this is a person who's watched movies, like, all day, every day. Like, they're going to be like, look, if you like this, this, and the third, like, you're going to like this movie. Because it's like, this is what you're pretty much looking for. This is what you're going for. But it's like, if you see something on IMDb and it's like, uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. And then you go watch it and it's like, it's not what you expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just what you expect. Like that—that's kind of how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like this is from a pe- like. Look, look, let's be honest. The people who usually look up those movies are either in one or two camps. They either really like the movie and they want to comment on it, or they really fucking hate the movie and they want to comment on it. And usually, most times, nine times out of ten, it's usually mm-hmm. the fucking latter. It's usually the person who hates it that's like, "Fuck this movie, fuck everybody who is a part of it," and. Fuck you for liking it. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. But, like, I don't know. I always thought criticism is, like, one of the, like, greatest things that, like, people actually thought of. Because it, it makes you better. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's this whole idea. It's like, oh, uh, 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 you don't like that? All right, well, I'm going to fucking change it up it's and make P- it better. It's a PG-13 horror movie. That's interesting. What, The Exorcism? I don't really yeah. know. PG-13. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought that shit was R. Nope. Really? Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, there's no sex and nudity and shit like that. I mean, that's the only thing that's in the air is, like, but, uh, she's dealing with Satan. Yeah, no sex and nudity, uh, six violence and gore, six out of ten, three out of ten profanity, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, three out of ten. Again, these, like, super Christian people. Eight out of ten frightening images. All right, so, like, so here's, like, a quick synopsis. So there's a chick. She's getting possessed by demons. Um, She's going through her college life and, like, trying to, like, basically... uh get her shit together on like what she's doing with herself Mm -hmm. and as she's going through it like she's starting to see images and more like real restless shit that she wouldn't really expect like so like she's sitting here and she's like in her fucking dorm and she's realizing she's getting held down but there's nobody around her so like she's realizing like oh like this might be something that might not be medical this might be something spiritual and it goes from that whole like medical to like spiritual thing Mm kind of like how the exorcist did it but like more graphic, <laughs> just way more graphic than you were expecting. Like the exorcism did it well, 
I'm not saying that the the exorcist, the exorcist did it well. I gotta give it to the exorcism of Emily Rose for doing it slightly better. And that's just my thought process. The exorcist came out in '73. I know the exorcist came out. Well, better be able to do something better than '73. Okay, look and gore and all that kind of all that kind of factor. Okay, okay, whatever. Like, but then again, like it's it's like yeah, they're like the same type of movie. But again, seriously, at the end of the day, back in the day, some of the movies that are PG now would be rated like. Are back in the seventies. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, I mean, look at fucking look at look at, like look at the new Halo game, Halo Five. Yeah, yeah. Halo Five is getting a T for teen. Is it really? Yes, Halo Five is getting a T for teen, while every other Halo has usually gotten an M. Mm-hmm. Right. The only reason that's happening is because it's like people are like, eh, people are getting stabbed and killed and shit. Whatever. But that's the fucking, aliens. It's it's not even that. It's just like look the player versus player shit like fucking pvp mm-hmm. like where you're just like literally going into like the fucking like matchmaking fucking stabbing somebody in the back twisting their neck around so that way they can see you as you fucking like stab them in the chest like nothing's changed mm. except for like the human conditioning in the sense that it's like we're literally getting to the point where we're like yeah stabbing somebody in the throat that's cool you know what i'm saying it's not happening in real v- life so obviously- video games have desensitized Desensitize a lot of people. Desensitize. So it's like, like if game. you deal with game and you see it every single fucking day, you're gonna be like, no, I'm mean, not saying. I'm also not saying that we're desensitized to the point that we're gonna know. reenact these video games oh, in a real fuck life. No, I, I do not life agree with that. It was any, any statement that any anything that it was like, oh, it's video games problem. Video games is just the new whipping boy for this generation. I'm just gonna say this: if video games make you violent. You were a violent person to begin with. Yeah. There's nothing to stop. Like, if video games made us violent, you and me should be crazy serious. Hell yes. Right now. I, no I swear that we play. And then fucking action movies that we watch. <laughs> like, if video games are violent, then mm-hmm. The Expendables should not be allowed to be seen in fucking theaters. Because, yeah. holy shit, genocide. Pretty much. Genocide. Like, yeah. that's literally just going to a place and going, all these people need to die. Like, <laughs> but I'm not saying, like, hyper-violent shit should be censored, like, censored and shit like that. I'm just saying it's like... I think it, I also think it falls on the parent. It's not, it, like, it falls it, on the parent, but it also because, falls like, on the person there's a who's reason watching there's, it. There's a reason there's a rating system. Like there's a, no, like, th- there's a reason there's a wearing system. It's so that you don't get these games in the hands of impressionable youths. Yeah, I did get them. But at the same time... That's what the rating system is there for. But at the same time, you also knew that there's a difference between what you were doing and what you were fucking doing in real life. There's yeah. a, there's like Until there's like the hyper-realistic game where you can actually murder somebody and you feel the fucking, like, you choking the life out of another person. Yeah, that's the game where I'm like, maybe we should, like, not make that game. Huh. I'd want to probably play it. Maybe. I don't want to try it just to be like, I wonder what it feels like to have that sensation. I feel but my like problem it, would be like, well, I'd be like, my, my fear of it would be like, what if I like put the like, Oculus Rift or whatever you want to, whatever, VI, whatever I'm putting on. VR? VR, thank you. Like if I ever put on, what if you like it? She's like, yes, murder. But besides the point, uh, I got a little off topic on that one. Uh, ex- exorcism of Emily Rose. I will never say anything beats the original Exorcist. Not, uh, look, anything not, that says it does is uh, jack off. Look, all I'm saying it's kind of like saying like I'm. We're gonna be the next Beatles. No, here's never gonna be another Beatles, and there's never gonna be another Exorcism as or Exorcist. As much as you want to do it, there, it's never gonna be the same. You're never gonna live up just to that moment. Like I, that movie Look. is a, the epitome of horror movies for me. I, it's okay, one of my favorite yeah, I, horror movies. I get that. I get that. I'm not saying like it's 
better or worse. I'm saying it did it in a different uh, way. I'm pretty sure I could go back and find you Shut saying that it does it better. Up. Shut the fuck up. All I'm saying is it did it in a different way that made it fucking baller shit that kind of instead of like making it this kind of like like obvious like possession shit that everybody should be aware of. It was just like this kind of undertoning like you don't see it happening but you kind of see it happening kind of thing. Like that's one of the reasons why I'm like the exorcism Emily Rose was actually pretty fucking baller because as you're seeing it, you're just you're not seeing the fucking cheesy fucking makeup and shit getting put on somebody and the fucking random vomiting. You're seeing a fucking person losing their goddamn mind and you're thinking, all right, you definitely need some medical help, like and some shit like that. And then they're like, there's nothing medically wrong with her. And then it's just like, oh shit, so she is possessed. And then like it's it's that process instead of like this whole other thing because like you look at any other fucking exorcism shit, like it's usually like. They get, like, the fucking cheesy makeup. They get the fucking demonized. They get the fucking uh, random bullshit. They start speaking in tongues that they never knew about. In this one, it's like, yeah, she starts speaking in tongues and shit like that. But they also did it in a way that was, like, so fucking baller that I was like, god damn, that's fucking creepy as shit. Like, it made me, like, fucking, it, 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 it paranoid me. It paranoid me for a fucking while. It made me fucking, like, really just go, like, mm, I don't know... If this whole fucking demon thing is true, but I really hope it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but it's just I will never. Nothing can beat the original Exorcist for me. I, I, I yeah. Look, you're allowed to have your opinions, and, and I will, and, and I will like, express those. But I, I get that when I do my list, which would probably not be this episode, though. What? Are you shitting me? No. Am I taking up most of the time? Yeah, pretty much. Holy dicks. Like, so, I will have next episode, and I will defend my list most of that episode. All right, um, well, apparently, we, we... Apparently, what we learned on this one is that we need to break up defend our lists into yeah, we Eric's need to segment do like, and Justin's segment. Yeah. We, we learned that need today. To probably, we learned that today. We also need to probably, like, shorten the list to, like, three. Or you just... I have no idea. I we'll figure three, this out as we go. Yeah, we will. Just, just for this but, time, we're going to have to break it up. All right, so, so like, you can. I got, we, no, I you got can, my last one. You can go a little bit longer I got my, on. Uh, I got my last one. Okay. Uh, my last one. I'm going to say before you even say your last one because I have seen your list. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate that movie. I don't care what you fucking think. And about I will. This movie. We we will have a discussion. I'll, I'll, so. I, obviously, we will because you, you seem fucking fired up. I, and I, to I everybody, like, here's the thing. I'm going to say this movie, and there are going to be people that are going to be like, really? Are you fucking serious? Why the fuck would you even, like, pick this movie? And it's like, no, 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 motherfucker. You need to go back. You need to fucking think about it when it first came out. This fucking movie made you really fucking paranoid. Like, it made you fucking, like, just, like, when you were in a dark fucking area, you looked around. You checked your corners. You fucking got all tactical with that shit. All right? Here's the thing. I picked Saw. And I'm not saying the Saw series, so don't fucking give me that Jeepers Creepers fucking two, three. I, I don't even have to because I the first Saw to me. I've only seen oh the first Saw, and the first Saw just pisses me off to the no to the point that I've never what, wanted to see another what one. What pisses you off? The whole fucking. Oh movie. my god! Are you shitting me? It's yes. literally like like just imagine you're in a room and it's like you're fucking like no 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 okay that's fucking terrible setup like okay so let's say you're doing your job right you're mm. you're you're a fucking um you're a goddamn fucking uh let's say you're a business ceo you're your ceo of a fucking business right 
Mm-hmm. And you're like deciding whether or not, like, you provide loans to people. So you're like the CEO of a bank or some shit like that. And you provide loans to people. Technically, that wouldn't be your job as a CEO of a fucking bank. But fucking bear with me. We're fucking doing a goddamn hypothetical, motherfuckers. All right? So you're a CEO of a bank person <clears throat> and shit. And you give out fucking loans to people. And you're sitting here, like, deciding whether or not you want to give a loan to somebody. And then that person goes, Well, you know what? You're being an asshole because you don't see it from my perspective. And you're just like, Well, look, I don't see it from your perspective because at the end of the day, I'm a goddamn businessman, and I need my money back, motherfucker. So if I'm giving you money, I first need my First of all, this scenario money back. is completely wrong for the first movie because the first movie, he's a doctor and a tabloid journalist. Okay, so here's – But the- either way, here's the set. Here's actually the quick synopsis because whenever he does a quick synopsis, we go for like 50 minutes. Shut the fuck uh, up. It's would you kill to live when, when a madman tries to teach, uh, teach how much life is worth. Two men find themselves in a room with no idea how they got there. And or why they're there. Okay. That's a definite quick synopsis. Yeah. But here's the thing. And their I assume lives most people inter- have seen Saul. Their lives interconnected with that motherfucker's life. So he saw them being terrible people. And his whole thought process was like, if you're going to be a terrible person, I'm going to give you the option to not be a terrible motherfucking person. How far will you go to be a, like, a better person? That was the whole synopsis. And the first movie, it's you don't not, though. It's not it's even the first movie. The first movie, it's all about like just pretty much torturing these two guys. Because it's either like you're not trying to make them better people. You're being like kill to survive. You're turning them into their base instinct. Like kill or be killed. That's pretty much exactly the scenario he put them in. Yeah, yeah. So it's not teaching them anything. It's, but, it's it's to prove a point. No, but if you watch the whole fucking movie, I have you seen see the whole at fucking the goddamn movie. ending that he's just like, the reason I picked you, the reason I stupid, did this. Then the, then, uh, then the director's whole like, oh, what a twist. M. Night Shyamalan moment. He was in the room the whole time. Oh, I won, call complete, bu- oh, sorry, spoiler alert. I won, I call complete bullshit on that anyway. I'm just like, if, you're, if I'm stuck in this room trying to figure out how to get out, at some point or another, I'm seeing that guy breathing. Bullshit. No, I'm not. Because if like you're scanning the room, you're just like I'm chained to uh, bathroom fixtures. I think. No, they're chained to the wall. Whatever. One of them's chained to a bathroom fixture. I think, right. but it doesn't matter. Like if I'm like sitting there, like oh shit, how am I gonna get out? What is this? What's going on over here? Oh, what's that? What's that? Oh, why is that guy breathing? I don't think you're like looking at that dude breathing. Also, I'm pretty sure that he probably had a thing like to make it look like he wasn't breathing anyway. Yeah, that's that's debatable. Look, at the end of the fucking day, the movie was goddamn fucking creepy, and you can say whatever you want, but like, arguably, I'd argue if you put some of the other ones, they seem slightly more interesting. No, because they had some of the weird, cooler killing traps. No. All this one is just like, oh, well, here's a chainsaw, here's a saw where you saw off your foot. Oh, here's a gun with no bullets, but he has the bullet. Oh, here's a cigarette with some poison. It's just like. Okay, like why? Why can't I just sit here? Eventually, you're gonna have to also move on the floor, and now it's some old dude against two fairly young people. So they could have just rode that out. They would have eventually had to but get up to go thing. take a dump or something, here's and the then thing. they would have beat him up. Here's the thing: you're assuming that they could outlast this dude who was literally just knocking on death's door. He's just like, I don't really give a fuck about my life. I'm gonna die anyway. I'm pretty sure he would have starved to death on that floor with them. You know how you solve that problem? How? Well, first of all, you all assume like it's just like, but the whole movie. I'm just like it's it's just like one. 
He's like, oh, I'm here to do a prove a point kind of thing. And I'm just like, no, you weren't proving a point. All you're doing is making these two dudes go to their basis instinct. You're not trying to teach them a lesson at all. He's trying to say stop being assholes. How? By making them not be assholes. It's like, are you going to – but it's like – you can either try to kill You're the other person. You're turning them into another asshole. It's literally going, you could try to kill the other person, or you could try to work together to both get out of this situation. And they, there's, there was no out of that situation without was. killing they, the other No, it was like fucking sawing his leg off and trying to and get he the did fuck that. out. He did get out. And then he would not sure we don't know if he gets out. No, he, he bled to death. Uh, uh, yeah. And I was just like, nothing in this movie has ever scared me. It's more of the, the blood and gore factor of, like, the modern-day horror movie. Like, this, the, the, the Saul franchise is the epitome of what they did wrong in horror. Okay. I'm not going to lie that, like, everything after that movie was, but, like, everything before that was literally the fucking psychological terror of, like, being a dickhead in life will fucking get you your comeuppance is pretty much what, like, the whole movie was about. Like, it was literally just, like, don't be a dick. Otherwise, somebody who is fucking insane and out of their mind and has enough time to literally trap you and make you fucking do the most worst things to yourself to get out. It was literally just like, like, yeah, the other Saw movies kind of went to that whole idea where it's like, oh, I'm trying to make you a better person. I'm trying to make you think about all that blah, blah, blah bullshit. But this one was literally just like, you're being a dick. I didn't think you were doing your job properly. I thought you were being an asshole. Here's my fucking rebuttal. It's the and then at the same time, I gotta just realize this as you were talking about that. Is that this movie pretty much slightly ripped off the whole killer from uh, Seven? Shit. Yeah. Pretty much, except he used the Seven Deadly Sins, but he still like found people that were assholes and was teaching them a lesson, usually by murdering them. But at the same time, same basic idea. They ripped a, this movie Saul ripped off the movie Seven, but Seven was then uh, they replaced uh, Morgan Freeman with uh, Danny Glover. Wait, Danny Glover was in Saul. He's the cop. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Danny Glover is in Saul. Seriously? Yeah, he got uh. Cla- Carrie Evans, who is Men in Tights, Robin Hood Men in Tights, Danny Glover, and uh, other people I don't really care about. But yeah, same basic premise as Saul. Because Saul is pretty much, he's a serial killer. Everyone that he kills is getting punished for one of their seven deadly sins. So the incredibly pretty girl got uh, punished for pride. But I forget exactly what he did to all of them. It's been a while since I've seen seven. But I actually do really do, do enjoy that movie. What's in the box? Your wife had. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's your wife's head. Yeah. But, yeah, it, but then again, if you haven't seen Seven, fuck you. Come I haven't on, seen man. Saul either. But Wait, you it, haven't seen Saul? No, I have. There's a oh. statue. I can't, how could I argue so well? The other movies I haven't really seen or have much of an opinion on. This one, when I saw this on your list, I was like, yes. he's fi- I finally get to make this opinion known to whoever decides to listen to this. The movie Saul is fucking horrible. Oh. And it is exactly the – if you track – I, I consider it the, the, the breaking point of where horror movies decide to be like, oh, we're going to scare you by just throwing gore at you. Really, I thought the fucking moment when that happened was when M. Night Shyamalan was about to make the fucking village. He wasn't throwing gore at you. 
Yeah, but he was throwing bullshit twists. And, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Saul came out before him. The Village. It did. Yeah, so I consider this the start. Wait, did it? Wait. Yeah, oh, I, I assume, in either way, the, the Village, I have to, as much as the movie is kind of bad, I have to give him slight credit for trying to, one, take it back to the old school style of horror movie by making it a psychological thriller. And like, try to get into your brain and make you scared because of just other things than just like, here's some blood, here's some stomach bile, here's all this other shit. Like, nothing scared me in Saul. I watched it, I, I felt more sick because of all the blood. And I actually, that's a lie, because I've never been sick because of all the blood on screen. But I was sick that day when I watched it, so, you know. But yeah, when, that, when the village came out. Fuck. Um, you weren't looking it up, were you? I was looking it up, but then I got caught up in looking up at pictures, because pictures are things. The village came out in 2004. 2004. Same year. So technically, technically what? Technically, they might have just came out at the same time. Either way, I, I'm not arguing that the, vil, the but the vil, you're, I don't know what your argument is for this. My argument is that it creeped me out. The village? No, not the village. Saw. No, I don't know why you brought up the village at all. That's why I'm kind of trying. You to, brought up the village. You brought up the village. I didn't bring up the village. I never said anything about the village. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> You're the reason they started talking about the village. You're like, did M. Night Shyamalan do it in the village? I was just like, do what? There was no Look, blood and gore, and I was just like... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right? How about that? How about that's my rebuttal to you? Shut the like, fuck up. Doesn't, and the, the whole guy that directed Saul, all he does, isn't he the one that does... Oh, he did Insidious too. Did and he? The, and The Conjuring. And oh, Fast and the Furious 7. I'm going on his IMDb page. Holy he did shit, Saul. Wait. He did, oh, wait, no. This is Saul 2. Did he do Saul 1? Who did Saul 1? Uh, James Oh, he, Wan. Pro- he probably directed Saul 1. James Wan. Okay, he directed Saul 1, but he was a producer on Saul 2, 3, 4, Insidious 5, 6, Chapter 2, The Conjuring. Saul 3, D- Saul 3. God, there's so many fucking Saul movies. There's five or He's six of them. Mortal Kombat. Wait, the first Mortal Kombat? No, it's an it's Oh, announced. the new Mortal Kombat. Oh, there's a Mortal new Kombat. Mortal Kombat movie. That's interesting. Ooh. I am slightly intrigued by that. But... <laughs> That's, I'm just saying, like, this is, Saul was the birth of the, the horror genre of gore. It's, it's, all, all it is is horror for gore's sake. It's, it's like, uh, Nightmare, it's like all the other slasher flicks. Slasher fix, for, I don't know, flicks. Yeah, some of them are pretty scary, but for the most part, it's more about the gore. And just the crazy way, like, slashing and hacking. Like, Freddy Krueger, as much as, yes, it is all about the gore, it's also psychological. It gets in your brain. Does literally it? and phys- literally and figuratively does it though yeah. <laughs> does it though yes and i'm not actually arguing for that movie i do enjoy those movies but i never actually found them super horror look the end the end all be all of this is the fact that it's like these aren't supposed to be movies that are like high rated movies they're supposed to be movies that literally shape the way you enter and exit a room they're the movies that like fucking make you physically think about everything that you're doing that's the reason i picked these movies because they affected me in a way that most other movies might not have i call bullshit because you're still an asshole i mean yeah but i mean that that's just (laughs) that's just who i am but i'm not an (laughs) asshole to most people i'm an asshole on fucking video games and shit but that's because i'm a dickhead but like i don't think that's gonna ever have some crazy person track me down on the fucking like 
Shut the fuck up. I'm fucking tightening shit, all right? You're being annoying. But at the same time, Saul is not a good movie. It's At best, it has some good actors in it that somewhat save it a little bit, if you even want to argue that. like, But I'm just like, the movie itself is just like bland. Oh, it's just like, I didn't necessarily, the only part that I didn't necessarily think was going to happen was the guy who's dead on the floor. Or wasn't dead on the floor. Look, that was a twist that they didn't really need to put in. I know, not at all. But, but M, it, they, they were chatting some M. Net Shamalama Ding Dong. Fuck it. I, I, I don't know. It, it worked. Sure, it did. It worked. Uh huh. It fucking worked. Shut the fuck up. It did not work. Whatever. We're going to hear your list fucking next anyway. Yes, so. we will. And we'll get on to that list in, in sometime. Probably next time we record. But someone had to use up all the time. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. I didn't hear you complaining when I first started. I didn't. But then I was just like, I kept realizing that time kept ticking. And I was just like, I'm never going to get to my list. keeps on ticking, ticking. That's all we can say. Thank you, R. Kelly. Um, was that R. Kelly that made that song? It? I don't fucking know. That was in Space Jam. I know. Wasn't R. Kelly? Did fly like me? Was it? I don't fucking know. Man. Uh, I don't. I don't know songs. I don't. I don't miss music. I don't music. <laughs> I don't music. Oh, it was Seal, wasn't it? Was it Seal? Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah, fly like an eagle. A, a song written by Steve Miller for the album of the same name. Oh, Kiss by a Rose on the way. Yeah. But yeah, Saul is just like I was just like. It's actually Saul, by the way, uh-huh. uh, as a 48 on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, but yeah, but like, look, you can see from my list, like, my list isn't like a whole bunch of like top-rated fucking movies. Here we go. I the 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 whole critics critics uh, consensus critics consensus on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, man. Saul is more the more than nasty enough for genre junkies, but far too twisted, gory, and shallow for more. Deserting horror fans. My rebuttal? Fuck you. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Hi. If you already know what I'm going to say, then why the fuck would you even come out your mouth with it? Because I needed to let that be known. Whatever. Pete, a lot, apparently about 50% of the people. And I already stated. I already stated. But it also has a 84% liked it on, uh, was the Flick Sanity? No, not Flick Sanity. What's the one with the popcorn? Uh, Fandango. Fandango. There you go. Yeah, we watch a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, mostly a, Justin. Justin watches a lot. Yeah, of I do love movies. But it's cinephile. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like Saul was just like all it was was gore with a superficial um, dilemma involved. Because how do you pick your targets that way? Like it's just well, like they this, directly affected him. That's how he picked his targets. <sighs> No, seriously. I know, I know. It's just he, I'm just like, this whole thing. Well, the one, the camera guy didn't necessarily affect him. No, 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 no. He was like putting up bullshit things about like him and also. But didn't he hire him to do it anyway? No, 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 no. He didn't actually hire him. The thing was he was hired by like somebody else to like monitor like the fucking. um, Doctor. The doctor to see if he was cheating. And then from there he was going to like blackmail him and like do all that Okay, I kind of remember that. So. Still. Still, like, it's so he's like, like, you getting money from doing skeezy shit. So like, here's some skeezy shit done to you. It's it's just none of it is in any way ever good to me. I never thought it was scary. I look, never thought it was psychological scary in any way. I thought they were just throwing gore into your face. Look, and yes. frankly, the first one they didn't really they threw some gore in your face. I get that. If anything, I'd give the later ones credit for just their crazy creative ways of killing people. I that I kind of enjoyed seeing some of those. Other than that, the rest of the movies are all shit. That's because you're crazy. No, it's just funny to see them because I 
think it's hilarious. Some of them, you're just like, dude, how would you come up with that crazy killing machine? But it's uh, it's it's just all there, and they're all pretty much just like, oh, you saw here's oh, gore, blood, oh my god, blood. <laughs> and to that, I say it fucking freaked me out. Uh, sure. Yeah. What were you like four? No, I was fucking fourteen. No, thirteen. I was thirteen when this <laughs> came out because it came out in two thousand four. Yes, it did. And I was born in 89. Yeah. Math. 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 Gotta do that shit every so often. Math. <laughs> but as I feel that this movie has, this movie is so bad, and but that's my own opinion, and other people apparently seem to agree with me, but you apparently think it was good. Look, uh, on IMDb, it's got a 7 out of 7, so fuck you. It's a 7 out of 10. They don't do a 7 stars. I don't care what you have to say. It's 7 out of 7 on my book. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. It matters to me, man. It's still real to me, damn it's it. It's still real to me, damn it. IMDb, yeah, it's a 7.7 out of 10. Yes. I like how now you're quoting IMDb. I'm say, not quoting IMDb. You're just like, IMDb gave it this after you were like, <laughs> fuck IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes I didn't before. Say fuck IMDb. <laughs> I said IMDb is pretty skewed for like fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I said. Sure you did. I sure. said that earlier. Okay. I, you can fucking look back and shit. Timestamp it. Mm-hmm. Timestamp that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you know what? Oh, fuck it, magic, all right? Fuck it, magic. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, fuck it, magic. And thank you for listening to today's podcast. Uh, as always, like and subscribe us, and you can follow us at tw- on Twitter at F underscore it podcast, and email us anytime you want at manchild725 at gmail.com. Thank you.